program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. Roll sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. And we're back after a long hiatus. How many days will we were, were we have no show? I would say five, seven, eight, eight days without a show that we could have. Almost like we were at the uh, College World Series. Yes, that, that it was kind of cool. like that. Yeah, I'd rather have been at the College World Series. I would have chasing yeah. fifteen and sixteen year olds around and them not listening to you, even though you're a good coach and you tell them what to do and they don't listen. You didn't tell them enough the right things to do. You missed out one one little aspect. Yeah. Win, just like Rocky's wife told him in Rocky too. Just win, win, yeah, win. Well, we're, we're, we are right. we are winners for uh, for being back together again. It's good to see Pat. He's got a United and nice new so shirt good. on. If you want to tune on Facebook Live, you can see his uh, it's not stylish new. gear. I've worn it. Oh, wait a minute. Never seen it. I've worn it a lot, but you have not been around. So Okay. I just got it from my, uh, my uh, who you know, um, my brother-in-law, Dick, who plays in our tournament every year, Dick Smith. He is Plantation Bay. How about that? Yeah. So it's really nice. Really nice shirt. I like it. He's uh, he's got the same name as my favorite NASCAR driver ever, Dick Trickle. Dick Trickle, yeah, one of the greats <laughs> of all time. <laughs> what was uh, the, in in uh, Days of Thunder? His name was uh, Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle, yeah. yeah. They should have called him Dick Trickle. They would have. You know what? Actually, fun fact, random fact. I have been to two Daytona 500s in my life. I think I have two, and yeah. one of them was. The year they filmed Days of Thunder. Was they it? had the car like way behind everything else, but they wanted to get some live shots, so they actually had them out there on the uh, on the track during the race. Cool. So that was cool. And then the other one, when Earnhardt died. Really? Mm-hmm. I was not at that one. I was at, I used to remember being, actually I was at Ballyhoo when the news broke, and you're just like stunned. And, like you could hear the air go out of the entire uh, restaurant. But, um, I was at the one that Bush the second was at, and it there was no parking. And even though I got there f- six hours before it, I barely I got the literally the last parking space in all of Daytona. Well, my uh, my dad now in retirement, he lives like five minutes from the track. He basically controls the parking. So if you need a hookup, really, when you want to go back, now I got a hookup for parking. So I was at. That one, which I think was Jeff Gordon won it, and I think uh, another one I went to was um, when uh, Little Little Dale won it. People say that I look like Little Dale a little bit. Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't see it. People also said I look like Mark Martin Jr. He ain't go- he ain't there no more. <laughs> yeah, he gone. Yeah, but he's that's a that's gone. a big hire for uh, for Florida State baseball. Huge. Yeah, it it it, it worried me. Yes, um, you'd rather have Junior there. Because you know that he I'd, wouldn't have been I'll any good. I'll take senior <laughs> coming yeah. back. 
Uh, there at Florida, he gave him his cruise though. So, did. But uh, no, it, 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 and I, I'm just I want to get because again, we haven't really talked a whole lot, even not only on the air but even off the air because you've been so busy and I've been dealing with a lot of stuff. You know, had anniversary Sunday. Yeah, was, happy inter- late great. anniversary. Twenty three years. Did you get to show off your birthday suit? I did not. What? <laughs> I didn't show it off. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't wear it into prime and pearl. If that's what I would have done that. Stroll in there. I tried to dress a little nicer. We actually went and saw Top Gun two finally too. And um, here's my quick review. It should win an Oscar for cinematography. It's unbelievable. Yeah, did a good job. But it was the most predictable. Again, most movies are predictable. It was really predictable. Sure. You knew exactly what was going to happen. Even moment to moment, you knew what was going to happen. But that's fine. That's the audience they were trying to reach. They weren't trying to reach people like me who are looking for a little more. But what would you have wanted more? You want somebody to die? At least one person. Yeah. I mean, somebody died in the first one. Yeah, Goose. Big, big part of it. Yeah. Although, uh, what's his name? Uh, Miles Teller looks exactly like. Uh, that was pretty crazy, Anthony huh? Edwards, yeah. I'm sure. I wonder if that's why they cast him. Is it? Man, you look just like this guy. But it was it was good. It was entertaining. It, but the the cinematography is unbelievable. Yeah, the only thing I would have wished was could they have brought back, you know, the girl from one. I thought for sure Meg Ryan was gonna. Make a cameo. I I kept waiting for yeah, the moment she, when they obviously say she had passed in the movie. Yeah, well, I didn't. I wasn't. You didn't expecting pick up that, that part. Uh, well, I did eventually. Yeah, and I know Kelly McGillis wasn't going to show up. So. Why not? Because because it was her his great love interest, and it turns out that she had no interest in men. And I, I just think that would have been a little awkward. Yeah, I guess so. That's why I didn't expect. Well, I'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Of course, I'm just saying, I that I that's why I knew there wasn't gonna be a cameo there. But I kind of thought, like when I went into that movie thinking, I bet Meg Ryan makes a cameo here, and then I go, oh, she's dead. Amanda Pete was a good substitute, though. Amanda Pete. Oh no, it was uh, Connolly. It was a. Uh... Oh, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly? Connelly. First of all, Amanda Pete's way better looking. Yes, Amanda Jennifer Con- way better looking. Connelly looked great yeah. for her age. That was one of the worst acting jobs I've ever seen. She was terrible. You think? Yeah, it was awful. And she was in The, the Day the Earth Stood Still so with Keanu Reeves. But I guess maybe you don't notice her acting when Keanu is going up against her because Keanu's so Just bad. Just bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's new level bad, but... Anyway, there's our – oh, and I saw the movie uh, – we watched the movie Hustle, The Hustle, the Adam Sandler's new oh, movie. Oh, yeah. When he's the agent? Yeah. It, it's all right. A little self-indulgent, but it's okay. He just wanted to hang around NBA guys. True. There are a lot of them in it. That's good. It was okay. So we, we had a really good weekend. Played golf Saturday. Um, had a great time last night with uh, Jeremy Foley. We went out for – couple of beers with me and him and Robbie and Chip Howard just to kind of um and we hadn't seen each other in a while so it's been it's been a good stretch of off time now we're ready to get back to work yes back to work um I did the the one well two fun things I got to do while I was uh coaching because it's in Atlanta yeah so the Braves were in town again Braves Dodgers and I got to go to the one that they won 
So that was at least good. Should have won two. Should have won two. Blew the uh, blew the Sunday night game, but I I I have not watched a lot of Braves games because they are not, never on TV. Mm-hmm. Right? You'd think the defending World Series chance would be on more, but they're never on. Um, I did not realize that Jansen, what a disastrous situation he is, and what he's going to be next year when they put a pitch clock in. He may he, he may his butt he may have to retire. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, when we watch it live, it's like, what are you doing? He was actually really good the night I was there. He, he str- was. He struck got the out save. the side. But then the he save. struck out the first two guys the next night, and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. And then single. Mm-hmm. Then then once you get on base, you've got second and third. They're yeah. yours. Sure. They're not going to even try to stop you. And that, that I don't know. It, it irritated the crap out of me. Yeah, I don't think he's really the answer. I'd rather go back to last year's Will Smith. way that they did it. Who pitched the ninth or the tenth in that game, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gave up a run. But again, when you put a runner on second. Yeah, it makes it tough. Yeah. So we had all that going on. And I, I wanted to get your take on uh, your new World Series champ or college World Series champion. Yeah, it's, it's good. Mike, Mike Bianco's a really good guy. I was rooting for Good to see him win it. Yeah. I think it, it shows you, though, I mean, how close the Gators really were and probably could have competed with, with the way some of those guys were pitching down the stretch. I know. That's, that's what it matters. I mean, you were. Gosh, you were two innings away from beating Oklahoma, and they get all the way to the final. I talked about this a little bit on my podcast about how uh, yesterday about how baseball is the most um, it has the most parity in terms of when it starts. There's 64 teams, and there are about 30 that you think could win it all because you have no idea who's going to get hot at the right time. I mean, Oklahoma, we had no clue there this old Miss last team in wins the old thing yeah but that's a little deceiving because you go back to the first poll that came out Ole Miss was the number one team in the country that was a bad poll so everybody expected <laughs> them to be really really good but they weren't well they just needed time to gel and figure it out so obviously they were well, good they waited until they waited until the postseason to, to gel but I mean that that to me again you don't see that happen in other sports. Do you see that happen in football? You're a, you can name three of the four teams that are going to be in the sure. playoffs. Do you see it in basketball? We have Cinderellas. You know what Cinderellas do? Hmm. They, they die peter out. out. Yeah, they peter out. They don't ever like win Saint it. Peter's. And <laughs> so basically, though, if you look at Ole Miss, they were equivalent. They would have been equivalent to a 12 seed winning. Yes, like the NCAA tournament. Yes. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I, what was Villanova when they won it in the '85 or whatever it was? Yeah, I don't know. But, might, so that's, I don't that's, think they were that low. So that's that's what makes it a cool story because 12, 20 were so basically top 40, 48 team. And <coughs> then, I think it's great. I think it, that's what makes uh, college baseball postseason really interesting. Is that it? It just you don't know. Well, and, and how many people like it, it was fascinating to go back and look through some of the stuff because Ole Miss is a very passionate fan base and give them credit. I mean, they, they showed up in Omaha as they should because first time ever getting there, you want to do it. But what was neat was the standpoint of, gosh, you have this guy doing this, this guy doing that. Bianco's about to get fired. Everybody hates him and you know they're, they're calling for his job. Oh, and yeah. then two weeks later or two months later, he's winning. It. Sound like Gator fans. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, I, that was an easy team to like, too. I mean, I liked a lot mm-hmm. of the guys on their team. And, you know, again, they bring in a closer throwing 97. That's, a nasty curveball. 
that that's what Florida needs is they need to get to a point where they have a great closer. Now Ryan Slater could end up being that guy, but he's gonna have to be a much better pitcher. He's never gonna throw that hard. No, no. I don't know if there's anybody on the team that can throw that hard. Ninety seven. Maybe leaving. Maybe the uh maybe the first baseman. Caglion. Yeah. Yeah, he can get up there. When but again, healthy. we don't know what, when he comes back from the Tommy John, we don't know what he's going to be like, you know, throwing the ball, but who knows? I mean, we've seen some movement there as well. Some guys leaving, including your hero, Chris Armstrong, entered the portal. You upset about that? Your favorite player? No, I'm good. I don't I don't blame him for leaving. I mean, he, he, yeah, you, he wasn't gonna, good enough. You're going to play some. Yeah, you're not going to not barely play. I mean, they're going to go get a first baseman out of the portal and get him to come in and drop some bombs and do what a first baseman's supposed to do. And, and when and, and he was given every opportunity, yeah, and oh, he just yeah. never never could do it. I can't remember a hit he got this year. I know you can, but I can't remember one. Yeah, I'm sure he had some, but I I just can't remember. And the hard part was he was so good up in the Cape in the Cape Cod League, which is the best summer right for our, for college kids. And he just didn't translate it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that's baseball. It's college baseball, and it's it's one reason you and I like it so much. And I, I thought, I literally thought, as soon as Florida was knocked out of it, I would that would be it. I wasn't going to watch anymore. I watched so much college baseball. I, I what I didn't watch were the last two games because we were in places we were. De- at some yeah, Sunday at three was hard. Yeah, really was. So I couldn't do it either. But uh, it was. Um, I did. We did. Karen on the way home from our dinner, uh, we listened to the last. Or I guess it was on the way from basketball or from the movie to dinner. We listened to the last inning, so at least we felt like we were part of it. Yes, that you were. All right. Well, if you want to be a part of our little show, call us up three nine two eight two five five. If you. Uh, can remember those numbers after us being out a, a little over a week. But we'll talk some sports, and certainly a lot of uh, Florida football has been in the conversation over the last week. Losing recruits, getting recruits, a lot of things happening there with the uh, the dream team, as they call it, the D23AM team Yep, is the uh, little hashtag that they are using for that 23 class. Are but, you sure they didn't fire Billy Napier? Because there were a lot of people that were ready for that. Yeah. You know. Yet he still got three four-star commits. In this Over week. the last week. Yeah. So. But they want him fired. They do. Well, the Gideons. That they are. We'll be right back and get things going here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Christina Santiago. The Stanley Cup final came to an end last night as the Colorado Avalanche took home the championship trophy. The Avalanche won the series 4-2. and two. They won last night against the Tampa Bay Lightning, 2-1. The Miami Marlins are heading to St. Louis as they go up against the St. Louis Cardinals in a three-game series that starts tonight. The Tampa Bay Rays hope to continue their three-game winning streak as they are now going to play against the Milwaukee Brewers. This two-game series starts tomorrow night at Tropicana Field. The Rays are currently ranked third in the American League East. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Christina Santiago. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 3-Saint-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back or in. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Another edition of the Tailgate coming your way. Jeff Cardozo, Pat Dooley here. Phone lines open 392-8255 as we uh, chat about the many things going on in the sports world. Wimbledon even going on right now. Serena trying to win again. Yeah, um, she was struggling. I don't know how she's doing now. Lost the first set, but she's... Tearing it up in the second set. Do you watch that movie with Will Smith when he was oh, their the, dad? Uh, the uh, Serena and Venus's pops. Yeah, what's it called? What is the name of it? I don't remember. I can't remember. King Richard. King Richard. Yeah, I thought it was about Richard Petty, but 
Uh, no, I did watch it. And, you know, the interesting thing was she's playing this girl named Stafford, and I'm like, in her first match, uh, Venus. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I looked it up. Sure enough, Sean Stafford in her first match and beat her. And Sean was a really good player. But, I, I, you know, obviously NCAA champion. Didn't she win it over H Holly Shafi? They were and both skaters were in the final. Uh huh. And then uh, played a lot on the tour from Gainesville, Gainesville FLA. So yeah, no, I I, I I'm trying. I'm I'm actually kind of trying to get into a little bit of Wimbledon, and I, it's just it it feels like we have a four week block here where there's nothing significant going on, but there's still stuff going on. Like you come in today and there's already breaking news left, breaking news right. And that's the way it's, it's talking season, but things are going to happen. Well, we can talk about the, another article that came out. The SEC strength of schedule, the toughest schedules in the SEC. I, I'll get, tell you who's number one. I don't even have to look at Who? It. Arkansas. Nope. This is according to CBS. CBS is wrong. They've got Arkansas three. Well, who's number one? Well, you didn't ask. Could be Florida. It's not. Could be, well, it's got to be somebody from the West. Mm-hmm. So, and you can't play, it can't be Alabama because Alabama doesn't play Alabama. So, I still think it's Arkansas, but I'll go with Mississippi State. Auburn, actually. Auburn. They have, oh, uh, they, they got right. Georgia and Bama. And they have. Penn State. Penn State yeah. in week three. And then Ole Miss, of course. So, yeah, they say that's second hardest. And that's not good because they're not any good. Vandy. <laughs> Vandy, yeah. You know why Vandy didn't get to play Vandy? I know. If Vandy could play Vandy, the schedule would not be as hard. They uh, they actually have the Gators seventh on that list. I That's that is a bad list. I will just tell you that. Cause they say Ole Miss has the easiest schedule. Ole Miss plays Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU, Arkansas, Auburn. Um, I don't think they have a tough non-con, though, right? Yeah, they get Georgia Tech. That's, whoo, whoo. I didn't want to watch the game. I wouldn't watch the game if it was on right now. No. They say uh, Georgia's 11th easiest. There, theirs is very easy. Very and easy. It's amazing how they dodge... The, the schedule in the scheduling department. It's amazing how they. I don't know. I don't know. It's like somebody in the office is is uh, a Georgia fan, but but I mean, so we'll see what the schedule is going to end up looking like. And it, you know, it's funny because um, I was talking to Scott Strickland on the podcast the other day on I guess it was Friday, and he was like, "Look, the bottom line is we still don't know about Texas and Oklahoma when they're going to come in. They could end up coming in early, and so they're not worried about." coming up with a schedule plan but to me and I don't think I really got an answer from him on this maybe I did I, I don't remember the answer to me um, you know it, it, they've got to come up with it, with this scheduling situation they've got to get it resolved um, just so just so we know just so we know who's playing however I will say this when during the COVID year they came up with a schedule like that. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to play. Okay, here's your schedule. We'll just – and, again, I don't think the schedule was very fair. And uh, 
again, they stuck Florida having to go to Texas A&M three times, and they'll have visited. They'll have visited Texas A&M three times before Georgia ever goes there. And Georgia's scheduled to go there in 24, I think it is. But who knows, by then, they may not have to go there again. again. All right, let's jump out. But it's all about, it is, I mean, and and when I was an AP voter, and again, I was an AP voter till last year, I always looked at the schedules before I picked teams. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, because if you got an, like, I mean, you, you if you got an easy schedule, it it certainly makes a difference. There's no question. All right, our uh, our phone lines are bugging out a little bit, so I know there's a call. I just don't know who it is. It is, uh, it is. oh, it's the cattleman. That's why I was trying to ignore it. What's up, Mikey? Hey guys, y'all got me all right. We got you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guys, I usually don't like to call first hour. Definitely don't, don't like to lead off the show, but it sounded a little slow on the phones, and I had to. Put some content, so I figured I'd go ahead and call in and throw it at you. Okay. Hey, uh, Jeff, you're my college baseball expert. Um, congratulations to Ole Miss. SEC does it again. Um, obviously, a lot of, uh, uh, what would you say, uh, a lot of regrets up this way, I guess, whatever word you want to use. But um, I'll tell you the one thing, Jeff, that amazes me about college baseball. Well, I've been educated, the curse of 99, Liz. But um, Ole Miss was 14 and 16 in the SEC. Is that right? Yes. Man, that's uh, – I don't know what you can do about that, if there's anything you can – do you have a, a thought about that? you got a national champion with a losing conference record. Well, they. I mean, the the bottom line is they were good enough to get in. They barely got in. They snuck in. But they've got to put 64 teams in. I mean, they. you know, there were teams in there that had losing overall records Yeah, because they won their conference. And, I mean, I I guess the easiest way to put it, Mike, is it doesn't look right, but they are one of the the best sixty four teams. So you have to look. You can't just yeah. you can't just say, hey, because you had a losing conference record in what is by far the toughest conference, because <coughs> yeah. you had a whole bunch of injuries and things happened to you. Because again, I mean, what what happens is you're playing the best at the end, and even that that team that yeah. won it for us in in seventeen, it wasn't easily the the best team that Florida's ever had. They just they gelled together at the right time and started playing. So mm-hmm. Ole Miss overcame a lot in the middle part of the year. They had some issues. They had to figure out some guys in the rotation, switched it all up, and give them a lot of credit for, for coaching it up and saying, hey, we need to figure this out, and they certainly did. Yeah, that's why we watch sports, right? I'm sure. not trying to poo-poo it or anything. Yeah. Like Those guys have lifelong memories. But um, like, like Villanova in, in college basketball, of course, won it all as, what, an eight seed, I think. Um NC State, before they expanded the field, might have even been lower seated than that. And what have we had uh, there, Pat? You probably know this. How many wild card teams? Didn't the Raiders win the Super Bowl out of the wild card or something crazy one year? Yeah, and, um, and uh, I, the, like the Bucks weren't a wild card, but they never played at home, right? Last The year before yeah. last? Um, yeah, wild card teams so have been able to do it. But it no, it is, but I, I, I will say this. I think baseball is the most democratic of them all because – you get in, and that's all. You got a chance. You got a chance to win it, win the whole thing. I mean, and we've seen it a couple of times. Oregon State did it several yeah. years back. They were basically one of the Remember, last teams uh, in Coastal. In Coastal, yeah. yeah. Well, hey guys, we're all back to zero and zero. But what about this idea, Jeff? Um, take the top eight seeds seeded by the NCAA and give them a free trip to Omaha. Don't even make them fight it out. That's what you have in college football right now. You have the top four seeds, yeah, well, even, and that's even it. Than that. that's it. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe the maybe the top four. Was it eight teams go to Omaha? Eight. Yep. 
Yeah, what, what about that, giving four? What about what about giving four automatic tickets to Omaha and making everybody else fight it out? That's no fun. I mean, that's what makes college baseball interesting. I mean, you know that you have all these regionals and home sites. You got to go on the road like Oklahoma did, coming here and, and winning that and winning it in, in dramatic fashion. So, uh, I, I, I again, what happened with Notre Dame and Tennessee? That's what makes it great. I mean, you just can't you can't buy your way into this tournament. No matter how much Tennessee wants to. Uh, I want to move along here, guys. But Jeff, is it true that one of Corbin's really good Vanderbilt teams got stuck in this the regional one year? Yes. I think against Michigan. Yep. Michigan, they didn't. One of their those great Vanderbilt teams didn't even hit the super. Yeah, it, it happens a lot. You just you run into a good arm and you have a bad day, and then it's tough to fall out of that. You're coming out of that losers bracket if you lose one of those first two games. I mean, that's. Well, Florida happened to, to do this year, and they almost clawed their way back in. They just didn't have enough at the end. Yeah, okay. Hey, guys, I got a little foot, uh, Florida football for you. Throw y'all a bone. But real quick, have y'all, is John Elway up for something? I heard something crazy about John Elway y'all are probably aware of. Is he up for some award or haul or something? Well, he's, is John I, Elway in the news no, that y'all are aware of? I don't think no. so. Okay, here's why I'm asking. When he apparently when he retired from the Broncos in 97, is it Pat Bowen's the owner's name out there or was? He had $21 million coming to him. Bowen offered him 10% of the Broncos, and he declined. And apparently there was a, a second deal through his contract where he had like a in total of $36 million uh, due to him when he retired from the Broncos. Pat Bowen, I believe is his name, guys, offered him 20% of the Broncos back in 1997. I heard some guy on a morning show, different market, saying that uh, Elway left nearly a billion dollars Wow. On the table, of course. Nobody, no, nobody's got a got a you know can read the the future and all that. But um, Bobby Bonilla did. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, that's right. There's one exactly, Jeff. There's a great example. But um, man, think about that, guys. Uh, Twenty. He, he had a easy path. He had to leave you know thirty six million on the table up front, which is probably sixty million dollars or whatever in today's money. But he he owned twenty percent of the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of those deals are the, way more beneficial to do it that way. Always take the percentage. Yeah, okay. Hey, guys, on to Florida real quick, and I'll get out of y'all's way. Um, so this uh, high-profile quarterback wound up at the U, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but Florida did get a quarterback commitment? No, they've got, they got three four-star defensive commitments this week. Yeah, okay. And uh, decent, uh, got some commitments on the, uh, on the defensive side there, right? Yeah, that's that's what you said. They had three four-star defensive yeah. commitments, and they didn't get the four-star that on a quarterback that they were hoping to get. But can't get them all. Hey Pat, I know as fans we all get fired up about these five-star dudes coming to your school straight out of high school. But I think the numbers are pretty clear. These dudes bounce around, play at two or three schools. A lot of them is really it, it, that big of a deal as it used to be, say even five years ago, where these dudes signed first. Well, it's not as big a deal. There's no question about it. It's still important. You still got to recruit. You still got to build through recruiting, you know. But you, I, I think the perfect example is Demarcus Bowman, who Florida really put a lot of effort into recruiting. Ends up going to Clemson, and everybody's heartbroken. Then he decides to transfer here, and everybody's excited. Never plays, uh, and now is going to UCF. So I mean, this is, you know, like I, I when Arch Manning committed to Texas, I'm like, well, Arch Manning has enough people behind him that have have a lot of smarts that he probably has researched this and he understands it. But 
look, they've got two guys that are five-star quarterbacks who have never played it down, and next year will be allegedly competing. One of them ain't going to be there. One of them's going to leave. I mean, well, the, we know that. Yeah, well, the example I was going to cite was Quinn Ewers. That's what I'm saying. Quinn Ewers. Yeah, it goes up there. But, I mean, he's at Texas now, and yeah, that's where Arch Manning's going to be So next year. So that'll be an interesting right. competition. Right. I mean, Ohio State wins the big recruiting war with Quinn Ewers, gets a date out of Texas, goes up there, takes their money, goes right back to Texas. So what did Ohio State get but a, but a bag? Well, they didn't. It's not their money. It's it's money that the yeah the, their collective or whatever put out. But yeah, hey, I mean, look, right. it's the way it it's the way it works now. I mean, it's yeah. just it's a sad. I, I I said this the other day. I said I thought college football was idiot proof, but I'm starting to wonder if it is or not. Yeah. Hey guys, I'll clear it out. Sounds like y'all had a great break. I happy to hear that. So you were bumping around town with Foley there, Pat. I did yesterday. Yeah. I've got a question for you, Pat. How many shots of single malt scotch? Well, I even like to shoot that good stuff. I'll say tequila. So, how many how many shots of Patron does it take for Foley to come up for a, with a good answer? Why he hired Zook and gave Muschamp that fourth year? Y'all hang in there. Not, not zero. I can I I know the answers and you know I know what they are. You know, but he wasn't drinking tequila. I can I can promise you that. He just had a couple beers. It was fun. Fun to talk about. But we did talk about Ron Zook a little bit. It did come up. Nice. In conversation. Um, I don't think we talked about Will. Yeah, I, I the fourth year for Will Muschamp, I understood it at the time. In retrospect, it kind of put the program behind a little bit. Um, certainly the Zook hire was not his finest moment. You know? Because especially, it's almost like he wanted a buffer to the next great coach. Mm-hmm. And I'll bring in Zook. I know he'll recruit. He'll bring in a bunch of, I mean, he'll never admit to this, I don't sure. think. Although I did tell him, and I've told him this before, Jeremy, if you wrote a book, it would be one of the greatest. If you wrote about everything you know and you on. told the absolute truth about everything, it would be unbelievable, the numbers. It would it would generate because there's a lot of stuff he knows about. Yep. Well, you just need to know ten numbers if you want to call us. Yep. Three five two three nine two eight two five five. We'll take a break. Come back at more of those calls next here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing Team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. 
Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 124-9384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. An isolated thunderstorm can't be entirely ruled out through the afternoon and early evening as temperatures climb into the low 90s. The chance for showers and storms will continue through about midnight. Once we get beyond that, we'll have mostly cloudy skies. Some patchy fog will be possible with lows in the low 70s. We'll start your Wednesday off with temperatures in the 70s, gradually warming into the low 90s. Heat index values, though, could be at times over 100. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Well, Kyrie has six teams on his list. I don't know how many of those six teams want Kyrie. Because I was wondering about this analogy. Let's say I was getting a divorce from my wife. And then I said, I got six women I'd like to date. Kate Beckinsale. (laughs) Jennifer Aniston. They have to be interested in me. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online. WRUF.com. All right, welcome back. Jeff and Pat here with you. 392-8255 if you would like to join the show as we catch 
up again on all the stuff that was going on over the uh, the weekend that was. What, what about the week the, before that? This stat, you, we were talking about it off the air a little bit. The attendance leaders for NCAA baseball this year. You wonder why the SEC is considered the best conference. Mm-hmm. I was surprised, a little bit surprised, Arkansas was number one. Really? Yeah. Again, I've never been there to a baseball That's game. amazing. Is it? They're number one. LSU two, which not not a surprise. Mississippi State three, again, not a big surprise. I'm looking for other teams from other conferences. You're not going to find one. Ole Miss, uh, obviously, the national champs. I can't imagine what opening day is going to be like for their that crowd next year. Uh, South Carolina, which has always supported baseball, of course, from Ray Tanner. Oh, I did find a non-SEC team, but they'll be in the SEC in two years. Texas, number eight or six. The Mighty Gators, number seven, and everybody complains about Florida's attendance. and They were number seven in attendance. Number eight, Texas A&M. This is why. Yeah. Uh, but those four stadiums you also named are the four biggest in the country. Yeah, but still they're putting So, yeah, they're getting people, people to show up, there. and that's why they made them so big and well-deserved. And Ole, Ole Miss already has plans to, I mean, this was before they won it, to make that place even better. And it was always my favorite atmosphere out of all the really places to go to anyway. I love that stadium. I've been there for football, and, there, and but never for any other sports. Um. It's kind of a neat little football stadium too, mm-hmm. but not. Yeah, it's a it's a fun little town. Oxford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I had been able to actually stay in Oxford once in my life. Every time we went there, it was um, we had to stay in Memphis because you can't find a place. And it's kind of like going to Tuscaloosa. Everybody says, "What's Tuscaloosa like?" I go, "I have no idea." I'd we drive in for the game, drive out because you couldn't stay there. There's like nine hotels in the entire city. <laughs> It's like Starkville. Everybody talks about how terrible Starkville is. I don't really know how bad Starkville is. Yeah, you can't stay Never there. stayed there. <laughs> Always stayed in lovely uh, Columbus, Mississippi. Stark Starkville's probably the worst. But I, they have. I mean, there's a cool little ma and pop barbecue place around the corner to walk to from the hotel, and they have. You know how. Remember when Gainesville had those little gators everywhere? Yeah, like around yeah, town, they yeah. they do that with bulldogs. There's still bulldogs. a couple of them. No, there's one at Cox. I know that Cox Cable because yeah, I went there yeah. the other day. Yeah, I'm trying to think where. Yeah, every once in a while you'll see one that. Yeah, randomly. Yeah, and there was but they have bulldogs everywhere. So what year was cool. that that they did that? Where I don't everybody know. like every business had mm-hmm. a had a gator statue out in front. It was kind of cool. What do you think like happened it. to those? Um, some of them got vandalized. I'm sure. Some of them just they just said, "Hey, we don't like the Gators anymore." Maybe it was right around the time Muschamp was the coach, <laughs> or it could have been the McElwain years. Um, who knows? Who but knows no, that's that? I mean, yeah, those those stadiums are great, and obviously Florida's is great. And you know, kudos to uh, everybody that showed up this year because I don't think if it was still McKeithen, those attendance numbers wouldn't have been as good. No, and I, I and will this say this. was really the first yeah. full year of the stadium. Yeah, and people, it, it became like it kind of, I don't want to say it totally became what, what they hoped it would be, but it, it kind of did where it became more of an event versus it wasn't just going to see baseball. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's what um, Scott Strickland's shooting for with a lot of the things that he's doing, 
because it's not enough just to be have a game. You know, like the Florida-Utah game is going to have a huge crowd. I mean, obviously, it's going to be capacity, first game of the year, first game of Billy Napier. Florida-Kentucky will have a big crowd. Florida-USF, not so much. You know, just because it's USF. You know, Florida-Eastern Washington, it's not enough to play Eastern Washington. Um, so they'll end up with not a huge crowd there. But we'll see what happens. I'm just looking at like, another guy with a commitment. It's amazing. These commitment things. What do you mean? Just the, the nobody just, and in fact, I, I did appreciate one thing about Arch Manning is because Peyton said this. Peyton gave him a lot of advice. And he said, I'm not a big. Raw, raw. And I'm not a big uh, pull a hat out guy mm -hmm. either. And so he said, he told Arch Manning, he said, look, after you make all your visits, you should know where you're going and then go ahead and announce it and do it quiet. Don't do it with a lot of fanfare. Just do it. And then we'll, you go from there. That's the best way to do it. That's what he did. I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. yeah. Instead of kind of like I'm not big into the, uh, the self promoting either. Oh, final four, especially guys self promoting themselves and then going to a school and leaving in a year, you know? So the, Oh, my relationship with the coaches, my relationship with the players, my, that's why I'm going there. I love this city. I love this this school. Uh, I'm starting. I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to the arch rival. You know, I'm gonna mm -hmm. go. I'm gonna go uh, to somewhere else that's in the in the conference. Look at all the the players that have left Florida and ended up going in the conference. You know, like Hopper up to Missouri, and um, well, I mean Bowman's. UCF, but it's still an a rival. I, I don't know. Is it UCF even a? Would you call them a rival? Because no, you don't play them. Yeah, you played them once and beat your ass. <laughs> still not a rival. Well, we we do need to talk about that, and certainly some uh, some other things happening within the portal, and everybody uh, freaking out about what's happening with uh, with Gator recruiting. But freaking out, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. We'll be right back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, Gainesville. This is Marshall Tempest. Sharif Denson, brand new Gator football four-star commit, could be a key piece on defense. Denson is a six-foot, 175-pound cornerback who is verbally committed to the Gator football program. With his addition, Florida rose 20 places on 24-7 sports team rankings. Last season was not Gator baseball's brightest season, going 15-15 and 15 in the SEC. They are, however, ranked number 21 in D1 Baseball's latest poll. With this ranking, the SEC has seven teams in the top 25. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays play Game 1 at home of their new series with the Milwaukee Brewers. Game 2 will also be at home on Wednesday. Tune in for Game 1 coverage starting at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big 
Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's never been a better time to get a pair of gorgeous diamond stud earrings than right now at International Diamond Center. Listen to this now for a limited time. You can get an extra 20% off all diamond stud earrings and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Let's say that again. You can get a pair of perfectly matched diamond stud earrings, take an extra 20% off IDC's already low price, and spread your payments out over five years without paying a dime in interest. IDC's selection of diamond studs has never been better. Hundreds and hundreds of two and four carat pairs of studs in stock now. Come and upgrade from one carat to two carats, or from two carats to four carats. With an offer like this, it's easy to splurge. Imagine a $6,000 pair of diamond studs. Take 20% off the top, then spread the rest over five years. That comes to just $80 a month. A $10,000 pair of diamond studs after the markdown gets you to $135 a month. Don't miss the biggest sale ever on diamond stud earrings. Now through June 30th only and only at International Diamond Center. Unapproved credit. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 yards. Listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 815 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. We got just a few minutes left in the first hour of our comeback, our return to the air after being gone so long. I know there's some of you that can't live without us, but can't we live. <laughs> living is without you. Did you see the who um, sang that song? I don't know. <sighs> Wendy McFarland. No, I went to junior college with his brother. Really? Yeah. Nielsen, Harry Nielsen, went to I went to school at, at St. John's with his brother. Neat. Although we we never really talked about it. Still cool though. Yeah, he's one of my favorite singers. He was buddies with John Lennon. Harry Nielsen. Then that would be good. Nielsen, remember the remember the album? Well, you wouldn't remember because it, it was you were like your parents hadn't even met yet. It was called Nielsen Schmielsen. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's a great name for a. An album. The uh, the TV audiences for the men's and women's college world series came out. Yep. They did. And they're big. Bigger than last year. Just shows you there's there's more T V sets in Oxford than there are in Starkville. True. A little bit bigger. Yeah. And more of a uh probably more of an Oxford fan base than a Starkville fan base. From people that yeah, have attended. It's interesting, yeah. Because Mississippi State, all those, that's like a turf, but they've got a turf school. They've got a much better baseball tradition. In fact, when I was telling Karen uh, we were listening to the game, I said it's pretty amazing to think about 
poor Mississippi State. They win their first national championship in anything, ever. And she goes, wait a minute. I thought Mississippi State was really good at baseball. I go, yeah, but they've never – so was FSU. Mm-hmm. They never won an F, a, a national title. This was the first one Mississippi State had ever won in anything. They didn't even – it lasted one year. Not, I mean, most, everybody, <laughs> everybody, you know there's going to be a new champion. You don't expect it to be your arch rival mm-hmm. winning. It would be like Florida winning it all, and then next year FSU won it. Sure. And you'd be going, I don't I didn't even get to enjoy it that long. No. So I feel bad for Mississippi State fans, although they, they locked up their, new co- their old coach, uh, football coach, to a new deal. Getting five and a half million, Mike Leach. That's good. That's they, you know what? They're that, happy with what he can give them. Yes, and that's why Dan Mullen was able to do what he did. They were happy with what he could give them. I was talking today with Seth Emerson because he was doing. An, he's getting ready to go interview Mike White. Finally, he was going to have a chance to do a one-on-one interview for the Athletic. Seth's a really good writer and really good at what he does, and and we were just talking about you know, that whole prospect of finally winning a national championship like Georgia finally did, and then you're like, what What now? Now what do you do? Now what do you write about? The story's not as good anymore. The story was great when you had a chance to be the first team in 40-something years. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, eh, you're going to – you want to – you know, is repeating that. Do you really think you're going to repeat? <laughs> Although with that soft schedule that you talked about. Yeah. Don't they play Oregon in the first game? They do. But then they their other non-con is Georgia Tech, which is nothing. Yeah, they suck. And I, and they get yeah they dodge Alabama, they dodge. Who do they play? Auburn and like Ole Miss or somebody like that in the non-conference or the other from the other side. I don't know who their other one is other than Auburn. Let's get uh, George's call before we uh, ski daddle out of the first hour though. Hey George. Hey. Jeff, um, just a quick question. I'm reading you know, about this new baseball coach. I keep reading about the, the wording that says cross-checker. What does that mean? That is basically like the highest of the scouts that you can get. So they, they have like local guys kind of like uh, that sit in their area and then other guys that maybe have more of like a regionalized role. So you have like the little guys look at a guy first, and then they'll be like, "All right, this Jeff Cardozo is really good. You need to go watch him if he's playing." I, I think Austin Cardozo. Yes, you Austin could say Cardozo. That about you, not about Jeff. Mm-hmm. But um, so then you go watch him in this little pod, and then the next guy will come do it. And then if it gets to be like, "Man, this guy is pretty legit," then you send in the big guns, and cross checker is one of the big guns. So he, he, he it was you know the, more a, a more advanced scout basically. Yeah. He, does he make the final decision or with he has the most weight? Uh, yes, he, he has the most weight. Of course, the general manager is the one that, that does right, it, but yeah, he, he but, would give a, a pretty big influence on, yeah, that we need to go get this guy. Okay, great. That, that answers it. Thanks All so right, much. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, we I mean, we talked about Link Jarrett is a, a great hire for them, and I, clearly they knew they could get him. When they let five and a half go, sure, you know they, they and that was my fear that they were going to go get him. I went, oh crap! But the ironic part about all that is, and you wonder how the relationship would be. Those two were roommates. I know. <laughs> so basically, I don't think he's going to be out there welcoming, welcoming no. him in. But it's a great hire for them, and and um, 
But again, you know, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe it's just maybe well, it's not the curse of ninety nine. It's a curse of FSU. Just FSU in general. But no, he's he's good. He obviously got that Notre Dame program to do some really good things. And it's it's got to be weird for Gator fans because you were all probably Link Jarrett fans when oh, Notre Dame yeah. beat Tennessee. You're like, yeah, I got a t-shirt. I love this guy. And then all of a sudden, you're going to be competing against them. Do you know that I I literally, for some reason, my the t-shirt did not come for a while. It literally came. They had two outs left in their survival in the College World Series. And it came. Like, oh, I can put it on for two outs anyway. And then I was like, you know, really, I don't, I don't care about Notre Dame baseball. I just, I buy those t-shirts. Is it man. a green shirt? It's a, kind of a bluish, more of a blue... You know, Notre Dame, I, I don't know how Notre Dame became blue, but they are. They're green and they're blue. There's blue and there's gold. They got every color in the rainbow. And Rudy likes blue, that's why. Yeah, well, I mean, but it's not considered one of their main colors. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I like the t-shirt. All right, we got one more hour. To, uh, I like the reason I bought it, too. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Continue the conversation. If you want to be a part of things, call us up. Three nine two eight two five five. It is Pat and Jeff here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U two five one CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community. (laughs) Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right. We are back here for the second hour, brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down, and neither will we. We will do a show again tomorrow and again Thursday. Friday, no show because of the Rays game. Okay. And then Monday. Who they got? Uh, Milwaukee. How about that, that I knew that? It's impressive. And then Monday, obviously no show. Fourth of July, everybody have a good time. Be safe. Don't shoot your hands off with any fireworks. We, we there's a track record <laughs> we know about um and then uh and then we'll be back uh Tuesday Wednesday Thursday again uh Jeff will be gone again next week for a little bit another it's not a showcase it's another tournament for Austin right yeah is tournament. this one in Emerson again no back in this one's in Bradenton at IMG why can't they have one in Gainesville I don't know it'd be nice right well Save where some you of play? these hotel yeah. costs I used to go play it. Why, maybe Florida should rent out their stadium. It'll be fine. And what is it doing right now? It's sitting there. Todd's just sitting there mowing grass on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good job to have, though. So, But no, it was good. It was, uh, Austin did did well. He, he's, he's a – I think the, the weird part about this is he is much better than I was at that age. That's not surprising in any way. But does he want it as much as I did? That's now the effort that I have to instill in him and make sure that he makes it important. I mean, he, he played the best team in our bracket. They'd scored 30 runs in three games, and he shoved it right up their ass for six scoreless innings Well, and struck out like 10. I mean, he was just well, like it was nuts. But that's the thing. It's hard to get kids these days to want things as much as they used to yeah. because back then you didn't have a phone to go look at. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have a video games to play. You probably didn't even have video games when you were a kid. Game Boys. And Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo? Yeah. When you were a kid? Duck Hunt and uh, Duck Hunt. Super Mario Brothers <laughs> are the first two that came out. Duck Hunt. I remember Duck Hunt. Yeah, it was awesome. And then you got Double Dribble. 
Dude, I used to go to, there was a convenient, when I lived in Jacksonville, um, this would have been in the early 80s or mid 80s, okay? I used to go to a convenience store because they had this, that game, that judo game you would play where you fight people mm-hmm. and then you'd go on to the next round. And that was the only place I could play a video game. So I would go and put quarters in and play it for like an hour. Kind of sad. Yeah, very sad. You know what else was sad? Um, I got to go to the the Braves game Saturday, so it was Freddie Freeman weekend, and he got a really nice. The Friday night was the ring ceremony, so everybody was a love fest for Freddie, and he's crying all over the place. And oh, he was balling. Yeah. Saturday, just real quick wave to the crowd. But he struck out three times. Once with the the bases loaded late in the game, and it was a, it was a big spot. But I guess it really shows you though how much he still wanted to be there and how much that place meant to him because he fired his agents today. Yeah, and I don't know and why. I thought he, that was so weird. It was weird, and I think maybe coming home made him realize this was the worst thing yeah, I've ever done. the guy done screwed it up. Like he yeah. he, he played, tried to play hardball. Anthopolis said, no, we can go get a Olsen. Who's actually but, on, he was, but he was offered five years, $140 million. Yeah, it wasn't much different. It was instead. It was six years, one sixty. I think. And and Chipper even said, "Don't do it." And he didn't even listen to Chipper though either. So it's just weird how the agent influenced him that much. Well, and the that's the thing. The agent is going to make as much money as he can sure. for himself. And, and you know he's looking out for his guy, but at the same time he's going to get uh, more money out of it. But what what I couldn't understand, and maybe you can answer this question for me, you being the baseball guy. Okay. okay. On the broadcast that night. Multiple times they talked about Freddie Freeman's last at bat in the stadium, and I'm like, well, why would it be his last at bat? Are the Dodgers never coming back here? Uh, and, and well, maybe he wants out of L.A., but that doesn't mean he was not going to go to another National yeah. League team. I don't, I don't get why they kept saying that. I have no idea. I didn't yeah, it was weird. They heard it. I heard it over and over again. Well, you were doing it. You were coaching a game. Yeah, but I only watched the last two innings. Of the game, but they must have mentioned it ten hmm. times. It's weird. I go last at bat ever here. I'm like, oh, the Dodgers going to disband? I'm all for that if they do. It, it, the Yankees right with them. If they want to both disband, that'll be great. <laughs> I'll be happy. No, it was uh, it was definitely weird to see him in a different uniform. It's, uh, it's Austin's favorite player. Yeah, and love. just you know how much love he had for him, but didn't like that single he got. It was crazy. And I don't know how you are because you're you're a little older and wiser than I am. I'm older, that's but for sure. you know when you go to a big league game, mm-hmm. I would pro- there were forty two thousand people there. Mm-hmm. I would probably say ten thousand were wearing, and these are adults, not ten thousand kids. Ten thousand adults jerseys were wearing jerseys. How do you feel about an adult jersey at a baseball game? Look. Whatever you want to do is fine. If you want to wear an adult jersey to a game, that's fine. <laughs> you ain't going to catch me with one on. I can promise you that. I didn't play for the Braves. I would wear a Braves t-shirt, but I wouldn't wear a jersey. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I am, too. Like, I'd, I'd sport – unless it was, like, I hate it when I the see really these. cool, like, old-school Dale Murphy uniform like that didn't yeah, button down. Even then. Like, if you're wearing a button-up, then that's a little much because you're, you're wearing a button-up with shorts, like cargo shorts, and that just doesn't look good. 
And like I bought, but yeah. those jerseys that don't have the buttons, like the, the yeah. old school Murphy one, those are cool. I bought both my wife and daughter. I bought them uh, jerseys in the past. Like I bought them a Tebow jersey and a. Um, I think I one. I think Karen has a wonderful jersey too, but that was because I wanted to see her in it, not me. Sure. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not. I don't. It, it's really bad when you see like a guy that weighs like three fifty. You know, wearing a Ronald Acuna jersey that he can't button up. Yeah, it was just it was just. I'm sitting there looking around. I'm like, man, they're they're making a lot of money off these people. Well, that's the 160 bucks a pop of these jerseys. There are two reasons why you have jerseys of many colors, and I don't know. I guess Florida's going to wear black this year, too, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't agree with. I think it's a bad decision. Okay, but there's two reasons. One is the players like it, yeah. and that's. They, they will tell you that's the main reason, but it's not. And the main reason is now you can sell black jerseys. Yeah. Another another revenue source. Yeah. All right, let's get some phone calls. We get uh, back to it as Porter joins us here on our Titan MRI hotline. Porter, what's up? Hey, guys. I've got a couple of uh, some random questions. One, uh, when, uh, 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 dang it, when um, Ole Miss hit back-to-back home runs, they, co- they commented that it was the first, first time it happened since – uh, Florida against LSU, and they they gave two names that didn't sound familiar. I don't know if they mispronounced the names or if it was actually LSU against Florida. Do you remember back to back home runs in in that for either team? I, I think it must have been LSU because I didn't recognize either name, and I was trying to think about it. And ironically, the next guy hits a home run, and it's three. And the last team to go back to back to back was LSU back in '98. But um, uh, I. Yeah, it, 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 I, I don't recall that. Porter. I don't either. No. And and I I when they said it, I was like, I, I don't remember them saying the names, but I just okay. remember watching it and going, I don't remember that happening back to back. I I thought it must have been LSU player thing, but I don't remember but that. They I, didn't do I, it either against Florida. I, I don't. I don't think. So. I know. They nah, I think they had I, their I facts. Oklahoma Oklahoma had the the three pitchers each struck out ten in the College World Series game. That was the first time since. Uh, Fiedo and uh, Singer and Coar did yep. that, so that was kinda cool. that was kind of cool. Um, uh, uh, Tennessee uh, has a, they're they're tied with FSU at thirty first in baseball national championships, so they've got that to work to to, <laughs> to look up to. And um, I think there are two segments of two. There are two teams that have been to Omaha more than FSU. Um, and now with Ole Miss. Adding to the list, I think they're the 30th team in the national championship. So that's kind of funny. That is. And I think. I think. Are there nine now SEC teams with uh, with national championships? Missouri got theirs back before they were SEC, but still, they're an SEC team. I think five of the East. I think everybody but Tennessee and Kentucky have them in the East. And I was uh, I was drawing a blank on the West. I know obviously Mississippi State, Mississippi, and LSU do. Uh, but I was trying to think: is there a is there an, another team in the West that has a national championship at some point? No. Okay, so Tennessee is tied for ninth in the SEC in national championships. That's good. Yeah, there um, you go. <laughs> there you go. And uh, last thing, uh, here's a short uh, suggestion for you, Pat. Well, there's two. Um, one is one of my favorites. I've got a Fresno State national championship from, from uh, Omaha. And it, FSU was actually there that same year. Oh, I so remember, yeah, because they have very similar logos. Yes, they do. Yeah. I, like, I... I, have to be I wouldn't want anybody to confuse it, confuse me. So. Well, yeah, but it's worth it. I had a guy I ran in an FSU, and a guy I made a comment. He's yeah, he's a, yeah. I'm wearing my national, I'm wearing my national championship. And he 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 knew enough. He was enough of a fan to like, 
We never won a national championship. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I showed him, and then he had, this, he had this who farted look on his face. But it was, definitely, it was definitely kind of funny. But, no, how about this shirt, Pat? It's in Tennessee orange, and it says 2022 NCAA Super Regional Runner-Up. <laughs> All right, man, go Gators. All right, Porter, thank you. I do like that shirt. That would be a good one. Yeah, but I, don't, I, don't, I can't wear anything. i got else. a great trivia question here real quick because it just made me think of that. I got a good one for you, too. And you're pretty good at trivia. There's only one team since 1940 in the SEC now that does not have either a football, a baseball, or a basketball national championship. All right. Give me, in the SEC, there is one team. Since 1940. That has not won anything. Okay, football, well, Mississippi State basketball. just won its first last year. And, I mean, I know Ole Miss claimed a couple of national championships. But now that Ole Miss has won. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Vandy has won one. I'm going process of elimination. Kentucky, obviously. Florida, obviously. I'm just going through the East. Georgia won football. Mm-hmm. Tennessee won football. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm running out of teams. South Carolina. Arkansas won basketball. South Carolina won baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn's won football. Mm-hmm. Wow. Getting close. Well, what do you mean getting close? Well, I know it's not the other team in the state of Alabama, okay? Um, You're basically there. You just got to name the team. Arkansas? No. no they won football. And um. Mississippi State won in baseball last year. Won in baseball. Mississippi won in baseball this year. A and M. No, I don't count them. I don't count them as an SEC team yet. Haven't been in the league long enough. <laughs> but it is them. All right, back to the phones. Get uh, Stephen next. Hey, Stephen. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, you forgot one important piece of information, um, which is not on the same realm, I guess, as football and baseball and basketball, but uh, Trinity's coming back. Yes. Yeah, we're going to get to that point. That's That obviously gives Florida a great chance at that. Yeah, and I think uh, there was two other seniors, uh, Leah Clapper, I think. I don't remember the other one, but, but, but uh, yeah. So um, now that Oklahoma's gone um, – Hopefully, we can turn this into something great. Well, what do you mean Oklahoma's gone? Well, I think they graduated pretty much everybody, didn't they? Uh, but yeah, they. But I mean, obviously, they've they've got a great program that's been around for a long time, been very good for yeah. a long time. It's kind of like with Auburn, you know, with uh, uh, Lee uh, Suni Lee. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know she's she's back. I mean it's gonna it's gonna be still be tough, but yeah, no. I mean, look, I I had been told that Trinity was likely gonna come back, and so the announcement last night wasn't a stop, shocker. Um, she wants to use it, uh, from what I've been told, as kind of a bridge to the next Olympics. You know, there's no point in just training. You know, you you this way you compete, and and I think she loves what she's doing, and she's going to get her. Um, a masters and um I think it's exciting that we get to watch her for another year as a gator because 
she's probably and that's it's hard. Like if you were going to make a Mount Rushmore of gymnastics, I mean Bridget Sloan would be on there. Um, Keitra Hunter probably, definitely Trinity Thomas would be on there and probably would be the the lead dog on it because with the numbers she's put up. Um, well, she won. Um, if I remember what I read today was right. She won. She had twelve tens this year, and she has twenty in her career with Florida. Yeah, I mean she's a ten machine, is what she is. And I mean, think about all the nine point nine nine five she's gotten too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, where one just goes. I think she may have wobbled. I'm not sure, but she may have wobbled. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. All right, Stephen. Thank you. We uh, got to snag a break, so we'll do that. We'll come back, get some more of those phone calls next here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, Gainesville. This is Marshall Tempest. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays play Game 1 at home of their new series with the Milwaukee Brewers. Game 2 will also be at home on Wednesday. Tune in for Game 1 coverage starting at 6.30 tonight. Shane Baz will be pitching for the Rays, and Brandon Woodruff will be pitching for Milwaukee. Sharif Denson, brand-new Gator football four-star commit, could be a key piece on defense. Denson is a 6-foot, 175-pound cornerback who is verbally committed to the Gator football program. With his addition, Florida rose 20 places on 24-7 sports team rankings. Former Gator athlete Bradley Beal will most likely be signing a max contract extension with the Washington Wizards for $248 million. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? 
The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Sports scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we welcome you back. Dools and Dozo here with you. You're supposed to say, by the way, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah. But I was off the air. The people wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> but I would have gotten it. That's that true. Would have gotten it. All, All right, right, so what about what about this stat for okay. you? You ready? I know we got a caller. But let's yeah. give you this stat. Can you name the seven SEC championships, the SEC – or, I'm sorry, NCAA championships, the SEC won this year? Sure. Okay. Track, track. There's two. Football. There's three. Uh, baseball. There's four. Three more. Swimming. Wait. No, you're 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 blowing it already, because it's track, track, track. Florida won three national championships in track. Well, yeah, I was coming around to the. They were. You can't go track, track, and then. Yeah, because uh, that was outdoor. I was coming back around to indoor okay. by process of elimination. All right, there's so five. That's five. Um, one you'll never get. One is kind of kind of obvious, but it's not in your wheelhouse. Bowling. Oh. Uh, Usually Vanderbilt ones up, but they didn't win it this year. Equestrian. Nope. Skeet shooting. Skeet shooting was won by the SEC, but it's a club sport, uh, and Texas A&M won it. Okay. So that's seven and a I, half. I think Texas A&M also won the Cornhole Championship. Nice. Or maybe that was Missouri, but those don't count. Okay. All right, so one is women's basketball, South Carolina. Yeah. The other one, Rifle, Kentucky. Rifle. okay. Which I can't believe that that's an SEC sport, and lacrosse is not. I, I mean, how many teams compete in rifle? I mean, just because you go out and shoot deer doesn't make you rifle. Just shoot the little disc. Pull. I, I guess that's what they do, or maybe they shoot it. Or it would be skeet shooting though. So yeah, rifle, rifle's got to be different. Skeet shooting is Texas A&M. I know that. Okay. I think Missouri won cornhole. 
But R- anyway, those rifle is, would just be shooting targets then. I assume so. I I hope in my late years I never have to cover a rifle a rifle event. event. All right, back to the phones. Get uh, Jeff to join us. Jeff, what's up? Gentlemen, how are you? We're great. Uh, just, <laughs> I know you guys are. I just wanted to maybe chat a little bit about the uh, Braves and then maybe ask an NIL question uh, secondarily. But, uh, you know, the Braves got three out of four from San Francisco, which was an unbelievable series. It looked like a, almost like a playoff series. And then they uh, got one out of three from the Dodgers, um, and should have gotten two out of three, but for, for some reason, Kinsley, uh, Jansen wasn't able to like close it out with two <laughs> outs and nobody on in the ninth. Uh, or, otherwise, it, the Braves would be forty-three and thirty-one. Um, but uh, I think they're still in pretty good shape, you know, relative to the division. And uh, do you think they can catch the Mets? Um, if they continue to play the play ball the way they've done, oh yeah, they only lost five games in the entire month of June, and it was I think it was a twelve or thirteen game differential, and the Braves have you know cut that in less than half, and not even to the All Star break yet. So I think the the scary part about the Mets is you know still haven't really had Scherzer or Degrom. So if those guys come back and they keep doing their thing, then, then the Mets could stay good. But either way, the Braves should be good enough to get the wild card and then take your chances because, gosh, you, you love the starting pitching of what the Braves have done. I got to see Max Fried live, and he was tremendous in, in winning that game. And then you know, Strider, I saw actually him a couple of weeks ago in Pittsburgh. And, I mean, that guy's lights out. He's actually from Clemson. So, I mean, they, they've got some dudes in that rotation. Jansen is still scary. I think, you know, and that was evident Sunday. I, I, but he was really yeah. good Saturday. But I don't know if you want him being that guy at the end of the game. I, he, that, that was not pleasant to sit through. I can just tell you that. Because once he gets a guy on base, that you, you're basically on third. Because you can steal exactly. second and third. Yeah, he can steal second. Yeah. He may have to retire. Well, you know, but, but he's, he's still got that, that – uh, a cutter that that's you know ninety four miles. Yeah, ninety six. He threw one on Saturday that I saw. I was like, dang, that thing moves. It's it's legit. But they finally timed him up. Yeah, though. they can figure yeah. it out. Right. Yeah. Well, they can figure it out. But uh, but you know, but he's still one of the you know arguably the best three or four relief pitchers in or ninth inning or relief pitchers in baseball. Um, you know, and, and it will. I mean. Would you guys trust Will Smith more than Kinsley Jansen at this point? I don't know. It's I I would personally. Um, you know, I just I I know that's why they went after him and got him because he was. I mean, he's. I didn't realize this. He's second in among active players in saves, career saves. Mm-hmm. You know who's first? No, Craig Kimbrell. Oh wow! So. I'm I'm laying all kinds of baseball I, I knowledge on you today. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that, Pat. But you know, uh, but Kimbrel's struggled a smidge this year too. Uh, so maybe he's getting you know older than you know his you know what he would have been five years ago relative to effectiveness. Yeah. No, he's uh, I. 
I think I think they said that he was like fifth on the or seventh on the all time list too, Jansen. Which I'm like, well, he obviously got him for other teams. I I don't know. I, I he's got to yeah, figure well, out what to do with his delivery when guys are on pace. He's just got to figure it out. And right now, it's it's kind of embarrassing to watch when he, when a guy gets on base and goes, oh, I'll 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 take second and third because you aren't going to look even look over here. Yeah, that's 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 so true. I mean, it's, it's almost no way that that uh, you know Zierno has a chance to throw anybody out. No. Uh, you know, whenever he's you know that deliberate to the you know to the plate. Uh, but yeah, and he's got that yeah. weird. Like I don't under look, Jeff. Maybe you can explain this to me because when I'm watching him pitch the other night, I'm thinking about this. There's a guy on base. He comes set. He kind of turns his hip in, wiggles, and then he wiggles it again. Why is that not a balk? If you move your left foot or your your left knee in before you, and then if he doesn't fully come set yet, he comes set and then he moves his left knee in, and then he then he throws. It, it looked like a balk every time to me, but apparently it's not because they never call it. Yeah, you can you can if you repeat it and do the same thing over and over, then it's not a balk. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So you could uh, fake throwing it over your shoulder over and over again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, on to the NLL, NIL question. Uh, you know, we've got this guy, John Ruiz, who's a multi-billionaire. He's, you know, some reports have him at, you know, $300 billion or, you know, whatever that number is. He's got... An inelastic uh, curve. I mean, he can he can pay uh, guys tens of millions of dollars, and it doesn't even bother him. I mean, it, you know what's bothering him? The investigation he's under right now by the by the federal <laughs> government. But that that is bothering him a little bit. So, well, th- that would. But, but Pat, my point is that um, you know people go like, hey, you know. It, John Weiss is going to be upset if he pays a guy ten million bucks, and he see uh, sits on the bench for Miami for the next two years. No, it won't because it doesn't matter to him. He can waste ten million dollars; it, it just doesn't matter. It's kind of like the LIV tur- tour. The, the Saudis have you know trillions of dollars uh, set aside. They don't care. They're not no. following a business model that you or Jeff or I would follow. I mean, it's, it's, it's completely different. And so, you know, we, we have to recognize that. It, 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 those guys are going to do what they want to do to be playboys and, and garner recognition. Um, and, and they're not going to follow a business model. No, but I mean the bottom line is, I, I just because something was on Twitter doesn't make it true. Too, um, I again, you know, Rashada came out today and issued a statement saying anybody who th- says that I got you know an NIL deal is just full of it, and including his representative, I guess, who's the one who came out and said all these things. But I mean, who knows what they're going to end up paying him? And I, I, I mean, if they want to pay a guy $11 million for his career or $9 million, whatever. I mean, again, I think those reports were totally false. 
But it doesn't mean right. that they haven't had a conversation. And, and what Florida does is, look, we can't tell you what we, you, we can get you on NIL. Just go talk to our players about what we're able to do for them. And that's, what, that's the only thing you're allowed to do. So, you know, Miami's already under been questioned by the NCAA about – and, again, the, the, the NCAA is basically gumming its food right now. It has no teeth. Mm-hmm. And, but they've been questioned already about John Ruiz and what, whether he's offering these recruits money, which you're not allowed to do, but it's, it's just the way it is. And, um, you know, Florida's going to try to keep, keep up, and, um, but they're not, they probably aren't going. In fact, it's interesting uh, when, um, you know, one of the biggest schools that is an, an, an issue for competing with on recruits is Arkansas. Because Arkansas has got Sam Walton money and oil money out there, and it's you know Jerry Jones is an Arkansas alum, so I mean, but you know we'll just see where this all goes. I, I'm worried about college football right now, but we just have to wait and see if, if the market uh, settles somewhere, and we have we. I, I would love to see some transparency on this thing, where. Once a player does get on your campus and signs an NIL deal, but you have to sign the NIL deal, it becomes public knowledge. Now, a school like Miami, which is a private school, probably you probably can't force that on them. But I would like to see it become more transparent. Well, we know uh, instead of all these rumors that fly around, you know, like the $30 million at A&M, so they didn't spend that much. You know, I've, I've talked to people in within the industry who said, nah, it's like half that. But still... Fifteen million was a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Pat, you're so right on those comments, and uh, yeah, and you know we've got we've got to give Billy Napier some space here. I mean, the Twitter universe is like killing him now because we can't outbid you know uh, John Ruiz, uh, but he's he's got. Th- He's got three four-star commitments on defense in the last week um, that that are on the payroll that, that you know aren't asking for money. Uh, so you know, you know, let's be positive with this thing. Uh-oh, Serena Williams just lost. Wow, so much for that comeback. Um, yeah, no, it's um, it's it's a weird deal. The whole deal is weird, Jeff. I mean, we're sitting here looking at a uh, a situation where you know we you never know what to believe. You never know what uh, where this is going. You know, are you going to be able to get a recruit's attention, a player's attention, who you've just has signed a deal where he's going to get five million dollars? You know, which is in some cases almost what the coach is getting. Yeah, and then you, but you're saying, hey, you need to do this. Well, coach, you know I've been checking my NIL thing, and there's nothing in there about me having to cover the the strong safety or, or cover the uh, the slot receiver coming out of this. So it is a bit of a mess. By the way, Mary Howard was nice enough to uh, explain to me that she knows everything and she listens to the show. Rifle is an NCAA sport, but not an SEC sport because if you have less than four in the league, then you can't you can't be. Right. But so can you name the other rifle teams? She didn't tell me, but I'm just wondering who they no are. No idea. You'd assume Bandy's one of them. No. No? They can't afford guns up there. Are you kidding me? They um, can barely afford bowling balls. Yeah, Jeff, it, it's going to be fascinating, I think, when we when we see it all. And, you know, the, the Arch Manning thing, 
Like, like they just got a really good quarterback after they got a really good quarterback this year. Yeah. So it, it's just, are, are these guys going to all be happy? Are they all going to stay? Are the, the people that are investing in the people now going to peter out after a couple of years and said, man, I just gave $10 million for these two players and they suck, so I'm not giving another you know, seven or eight million to another guy that you want me to get. And I just, th- there has to be something that changes. I, and I, I think the hardest part is it's not, it's not what it was meant to be. No, it was to be Anthony Richardson, you know, doing his car commercials exactly, and getting X amount of money for that. But now all it is, is boosters getting involved. Yes. Boosters being, and all, and, and you don't technically, you don't have to do it. Like you could say, let's just say if Joe at Titan MRI wanted to do it. Right. And Joe said, you know, hey, we want Rashada. I'm going to give him $10 million. Rashada doesn't even have to do one thing for him. He just basically has he's to got say a step that step on campus. Yeah, yeah. but he's just basically has to say, yeah, Joe's my I I I like Titan MRI, and that's that's all he has. To, like you don't have to do like, so you might give one guy five hundred thousand dollars to do these commercials, and then another guy's doing the same exact commercials, but he's getting five million. Yeah, and that's what's not fair, and that's where I think something needs to change because it's going to get out of control. But you hit it right on the head, Jeff. This. The intention of of NIL is not what it's become, and the reason it the intention is not what it's become is because the NCAA did not solve this problem Correct. earlier. And if they had solved the problem right. earlier, it could have been it could have been something with transparency, with salary caps that we that some people have talked about. All that could have happened, but they didn't do it. Yeah, but it's so hard to control, Pat. Whenever um, you know, who knows what the the actual value of a of a guy's signature or or future value of the guy's um, jersey sales are I mean it, it's 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 like throwing grass up in the air. It, it there's there's really no it, there's no uh, entity that can give you that value and say nope. this is correct. And the NCAA doesn't have the power to do that. And so we knew that I mean as soon as they did that, the genie was out of the bottle. We had no chance of ever coming back to that, and and that, that's what's so um, disconcerting about this whole thing. Yeah, no, it's I like I said earlier. I thought NCAA football was idiot proof, but I'm starting to wonder about it. And I, I'll be honest with you: there's been moments when I've said, "Am I going to still be a great college football fan like I am, college football nut?" And Jeff makes fun of me. And so what did I do last night? I, I watched the Georgia-Alabama SEC championship game. Jeez. And Clemson-Pittsburgh. I kept going back and forth. From you have some issues. I do have issues. But I'm, they may be curing me of it I, You know, with all this stuff going on. Yeah. All right, Jeff, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yep, appreciate it. we got to snag a break, so we'll uh, knock that out. Come back and continue the conversation. You are listening to The Tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. An isolated thunderstorm can't be entirely ruled out through the afternoon and early evening as temperatures climb into the low 90s. The chance for showers and storms will continue through about midnight. Once we get beyond that, we'll have mostly cloudy skies. Some patchy fog will be possible with lows in the low 70s. We'll start your Wednesday off with temperatures in the 70s, gradually warming into the low 90s. Heat index values, though, could be at times over 100. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I think it should be at least 10 games, and I have no problem at all if it's the entire season because it's just too much. The Cleveland Browns, when they made the decision to sign Deshaun, they had to factor that into it. Hey, you may miss the whole entire season. 10 games for me or the whole season, I'm fine with either way, but it shouldn't be less than 10. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. 
Jeff and Pat here with you. If you are a not a member of Radiant Credit Union, you missed out on getting some uh, some nickels paid back to you yesterday. Members yesterday received 15,718 nickels. And since this program started with Radiant Credit Union, its members have received almost 47 million Nichols, forty six million nine hundred and sixty four thousand. You supposed to say seven oh nine million. I held my little <laughs> pinky to my side of my face. That it's funny. Everybody, I, I can't even hear the word millions without thinking of Doctor. Awesome powers, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. So uh, encourage you if you are uh, looking for a, a bank of choice. Rating Credit Union is the best of the best. A lot of uh, gosh. All my loans there and everything else going and on. And do you get a nickel back when you take a loan out? Well, that's good. Uh, well, <laughs> you I'll have to check. check into that. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm, uh, like it's dwindling down on what I owe. Could be that, yeah. It'd be cool. Which which is something I didn't realize until the other day. I don't, I don't think we, we didn't talk much about it, LIV. And again, I, I, I keep saying. Do you even know what that stands for? Yeah, I found out. What? It has to do with it's the number fifty four in Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. That's how many holes they play, and it also would be if you birdied every hole on a round. What a stupid name that is! It's just dumb, like everything else they're doing. So that means they can they're they're basically then stuck with playing fifty four holes. Yeah, because it's in their name. They, they can't yeah. go to four days. And it could go to uh, two days. Yeah, seventy two. What seventy two would be X. X. <laughs> I've never been to Greece. No, it's L. It would be L X X I I seventy two. But anyway, so I I didn't realize this until I saw uh, something from Brandel Chambly about it. That let's say you win the LIV event this week in Portland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three say it's three million dollars is is the prize money. You don't get that money. You've already gotten the you you're getting the money no matter what you do. So what is the incentive to play good? So it just works against your guarantee is all it does. I, I don't. I, I, plus, have they taken one golfer that you're like, oh, I can't believe I can't watch him on the PJ Tour anymore. One golfer, maybe DJ would be the only one, and he's just kind of a dumb old hillbilly anyway. Yeah, D, I, Bryson was no fun no, to, to no, no, watch no, no, no. with. Yeah, fun to root against. Yeah, but just he to, and to see how far he could yeah. hit it. And he and Kepka, are, it was entertaining. They're going to be good villains over there. But yeah, I mean, like, do you have any plans to watch? I don't even think it's it's only on streaming, right? I don't know. I that's I don't I, that's what I've heard. I don't even care. I don't care who wins it though. Fifty four hole exhibition match with a shotgun start. That's the Bob Dooley Invitational is what we're talking about there, which doesn't pay quite as much money, but is more fun. Which I have won in the past, and you I didn't have. get three million. You did not. Dang it! It was working against your guarantee. That's right. All right, back to the phones. Nope. We uh, we had Lex, and I think he uh, he got scared. Lex of you. Smith, the old quarterback turned Lex defensive end. Luger. Remember, he was a quarterback. And yeah, Lex they, Smith. They turned him into a defensive end, which mm-hmm. was always the weirdest thing ever. He he was what cutting it as a quarterback. And and real quick, he was before a big time recruit, we get though. this final break, we we do have to mention the Demarcus Bowman deal. Um, I know a lot of people are upset 
But listen, Napier brought in his guy. And I think the writing was on the wall that this guy knows the offense. He's going to play a lot. He was really good as a freshman. And I don't know if it's just DeBarcus Bowman in general because if you were that good – Maybe he's just not, he's just that, not good. that good anymore. Yeah, yeah. like if you're not going to play at Clemson. Listen, if if he was that good, he would have been on the field last year more. Right, and he would have been on the field at Clemson more. So it's not like coaches are all of a sudden saying, "Man, we just don't like this guy, so we're not going to play him." They're going to play the kid that they feel is the best. Like that's how coaching works. And I can tell you, watching uh, Johnson, I mean, I. I I, uh, watching the spring game, I go, well, that's their starting run. Yeah. There's no question. He just looked apart, and he understands yeah. the offense and what they want to do. Exactly. So I, 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 I did like the – I really liked the way he moved in the hole. Like he would get um, – like he would he would kind of get up to the hole and move around the running back. You know, not all guys do that. They just run right into people. But he had that kind of shiftiness that I think is going to be really good for him. Yeah. But they're gonna. Have to, he's gonna have to be good. I mean, they got they got good running backs. But yeah, they, they had good running backs last year. They just didn't give them the ball. Yeah, and and I, I you don't blame Demarcus Bowen for leaving either because if you're not gonna play a lot, you want to go somewhere where you can play. And go to the bounce house. UCF. He should. Yeah, be able to do that. All right, we'll take one final break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up a Tuesday edition of the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good evening, Gainesville. This is Marshall Tepes. Tonight, the Tampa Bay Rays play Game 1 at home of their new series with the Milwaukee Brewers. Game 2 will also be at home, but on Wednesday. Tune in for Game 1 coverage starting at 6.30. Sharif Denson, brand-new Gator football four-star commit, could be a key piece on defense. Denson is a six foot, 175-pound cornerback who is verbally committed to the Gator football program. With his addition, Florida rose 20 places on 24-7 sports team rankings. Former Gator athlete Bradley Beal will most likely be signing a max contract extension with the Washington Wizards for $248 million. And Gator gymnast Trinity Thompson returns for one final season with the Gators as a super senior. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. The clock is ticking on IDC's amazing finance offer. You have until 6 p.m. Thursday to take advantage of the most popular offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing on practically everything in our showcases. Get in now and splurge. How about a stunning $12,000 designer ring for just $200 a month? It's the smartest, easiest, and best way to buy. No interest for five years. But hurry, this incredible offer ends Thursday and will not be extended. Only at International Diamond Center. Okay, you put it off all month so you need to do it now get to idc now take advantage of an incredible finance offer five years zero interest financing you have till thursday to make it happen get that six thousand dollar diamond tennis bracelet or designer earrings for just a hundred bucks a month with nothing down let's
listen, interest rates are going up, but you can still lock in a 0% rate now through Thursday at International Diamond Center. Get details at shopidc.com. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, only six minutes left in the show today, but it's been good to get back. We've had plenty of stuff to talk about. We haven't even we didn't even talk about the ACC's schedule thing being announced. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll wait till then to talk about it. But we got visited. We got distracted by getting visited by a beautiful woman. So that was kind of cool. That always uh, makes it tough to then talk for the next few minutes. Throws everybody off a little bit. It was my wife, by the way. 23 years. Can you imagine that? Cray cray. It is cray cray. It's cray cray. She lasted, she lasted 23 years. That's what I years. mean. Hey, you know, hopefully we make it to 24. And then 25 and 26. Mm-hmm. Think about that. We've had, yeah. So 27 years of a golf tournament, 23 years. I, I'm, a, I'm a commitment guy. I stay with things. <laughs> All this time with you. True. Just think about that. Never forget, <laughs> Mr. Dooley. Never forget. Um, and certainly Ole Miss will never forget the uh, the chance to win it. it. It was It's cool like to to see that fan base show up like they did, like that. And Oh, nobody's going to go because Tennessee didn't go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, and even you, know, you think about you know, Mick and, and his career – like David Kellum has been the voice of Ole Miss for I think almost like forty years, really, and he just got to call like a national title. So I mean, Which, imagine I'm guessing he wasn't around that. when they won the fifty six. Yeah, so like that that he got to do that. So I mean, DK's been a part of the the business for a really really long time. Those are kind so of so he wasn't the cool one things. the one radio guy you don't like from the SEC. No, okay. I like him. Yeah, you still haven't told me who that is. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. I can guess a little bit. I see them every year. That's where I was going to go. Um, so yeah, so I, really cool to to see that. I'm I'm glad Oklahoma didn't win because I I legit think the Gators 
because of what they have in baseball and softball, have a legitimate chance of being that first team to win it both in the same year. And Oklahoma was so close. Yeah, and the, they they were obviously. Um, and that was the thing when I was sitting there when because uh, you obviously have that day between you know that Friday off and they mm-hmm. were doing. I watched a couple of the press conferences and I was going. I don't even know who I'm rooting for here. I went, oh, wait a minute. I, I'm not rooting for Oklahoma. No way. I don't want them to feel like as good as Florida felt when they won those championships in a row. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to feel that good ever again. That's just the idiot fan in me. Um, but then I, I also went, you know, I got nothing against Ole Miss's baseball team. I got no problem with them. And I did have a little problem with – I like their coach, Oklahoma's coach. Some of their players, you know, obviously – Ryapel agrees with me on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know why everybody hated Nicholas so much for you know Gassetti blocking him out, and you know, obviously Ryapel was talking a little smack to you know, the shortstop round of the bases. Yeah, but. well, he was. That was a little too much posing. But I mean, Ryapel's he can fly off the handle a little bit. And he, but he is a leader of the team. Sure, you know, and you like guys back like for that. another year. So with with all these people, so that that means like everything's officially over now, right? There's nothing left. Oh, there's nothing left. There's four weeks of hell, and then we have SEC media days. Okay. Okay. So we got to come up with things to talk about. So we're going to have to be creative. In fact, that list I gave you, we're going to save it for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's a great list. You know, I like my list. Mm-hmm. Actually, I I did the the twelve best quarterbacks at Florida history the other day. And I'm doing the run. I wrote the running backs, and that'll be. I think they're not running it till Friday, on Gators Wire. Um, Does that mean Kyle Trask was Kyle Trask fourth? was fifth? No, fifth or sixth. Really? All right. So you go. One was yeah. You Tebow. got Spurrier and Tebow. I can't. Warful. No. no, no, no. Wait. Time out. You don't give away my list because you don't know the answer. Tebow was one, and that was a hard call. Tebow or Werfel, but Tebow's numbers were just ridiculous, and he was part of two national champions. Yeah. All right. Three was Grossman. To me, it was the third best quarterback. Four was Spurrier. I think Trask was five. Better have been. And then, but Shane was seven. Think about that. The yeah. guy who won the first SEC championship in Florida. And maybe he was too low. Been a lot of good ones. Makes it Jeff tough. Driscoll did not make the list. Dang your, it. Your guy. But if you did the top 10 pitchers, Jeff Cardozo would not make it either. We did the top 100 players. <laughs> we couldn't sneak couldn't you in. Couldn't find a spot. All right, appreciate that everybody. Was 75. Good to uh yeah, 75. Good to be back uh, in here. We'll be here all week. So You're number 76. Make sure you find that uh, dial or app or whatever you got, internet thingy, apparatus. We'll be here. Do a chat. Yeah, look forward to tomorrow. Got some good stuff for you tomorrow. All right, for Dills, I'm Dozo. Peace out. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.